It's Jody Brown here, host of the Hairstylist Rising podcast, and you're going to want to pay attention here because this episode is going to show you how to make extra cash in your business starting like right now. If you're listening to this in real time in December 2021, you'll learn how you can increase your profits this holiday season. If that time has already passed, you'll still want to take notes because you can apply the strategies we're going to learn here today year round. No, we are not talking about price increases. We're not talking about taking on more clients, expanding your service offerings, or increasing your hours. We are talking about retail and not your mama's retail. (laughs) Specifically, we're talking about how you can utilize online stores as a hairstylist to grow your bottom line, sometimes to the tune of several thousand dollars every month. My guest today is Stephanie Mitchell from Sunny Store Marketing. You may remember her from a previous episode all about Facebook advertising. So without further ado, it's time to meet Stephanie and dive into increasing your revenue without increasing your hours. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome back to the show. I'm really, really excited to have you back today. Me too. Thank you, Jody. I'm so, so, so pumped up to chat. I had so much fun last time and you're just like such an easy person to talk to and you ask really great questions. So thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You're making me blush. I'm so, so thrilled about this topic because I actually, so I saw this on your Instagram that you were talking about this really, really cool subject. And I instantly knew that my listeners would be obsessed with it and we'll get so much value. So I'm really, really excited and pumped up to have you back to talk about it. And since it's been a little while since we had you on the podcast, can you just give my listeners a little background info on you and how you help stylists and salons increase their profits? Yes. So I'm a fellow Canadian. I live in Ottawa, but I kind of go back and forth between Canada and Italy. My fiance is Italian. We're moving back there next year and like getting married and starting our family and stuff in Italy. So it's really exciting. But I say that to say that like everything I do is online. So um, I'm not a stylist. I'm not a salon owner. I'm a marketing strategist actually. So my background is in marketing. And then a few years ago, I kind of just like fell into the beauty industry, helping hair salons and estheticians and spa owners and pretty much just any kind of beauty business owner uh, with their marketing. So like websites, social media, branding, advertising, email, all that stuff. I love marketing. It's so much fun. And Mm -hmm. I kind of like love the geeky like tools and app side of things too. So I did that for a while and I didn't love working one-to-one with clients. In fact, I found that I was more passionate about um, like teaching. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, I let go of all my clients and just started teaching. And the first thing that I decided to teach 
was the thing that I knew best and the thing that I got the most questions about, which was attracting clients with advertising, specifically with Facebook and Instagram. I've used them in all the businesses I've worked with in my own business and just helped so many one-to-one clients with ads. So I started teaching advertising. Ads are just like such a great way to attract clients and attract the right type of clients and build your uh, client list and your revenue and all that stuff. And then uh, aside from that, I also teach some other things too. So the the thing that we're going to talk about today is like some more fun online stuff that you can do, which is having an online shop. And during COVID, obviously having an alternative revenue stream when you're closed was just like essential. Absolutely. So I think that it just got a lot of attention, the idea of being able to easily sell beauty products, hair care, skincare, makeup, whatever kind of products you want to sell, just, it really blew up. And so many businesses did it so successfully. And I feel like there was a lot of feeling of it having to be complicated and super techy and difficult, but um, it can be super simple. So I have a little, a little course that I teach about that with some guest speakers in it, all beauty business owners who have done like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of sales a month with their shops teaching you how to do the same. I just love this too, because one of the things, and I'm sure you've heard this before, is when I hear stylists who are wanting to either step away from the industry or who are feeling frustrated with the industry, it comes from the idea, this is something I hear a lot of like, like I can only make more money if I add more hours, or I can only make more money if I, you know, take on a bunch more clients. And Mm -hmm. I love that we're talking about these e-commerce strategies that stylists can use now because it's a way to scale your business without having to necessarily add more hours, take on more clients and do all these things. So I think it's a really cool revenue stream and a really cool topic to be introducing to stylists because Mm -hmm. there's so many less limitations than I think we believe. And, you know, especially with the rise of be it, being an independent stylist, a salon owner, there's so much opportunity here and I'm really excited. You started your business helping beauty pros scale their businesses with Facebook and Instagram ads and digital marketing mm-hmm. strategies, which is super exciting. But I'm curious, how did it evolve into utilizing online shops to increase profits? How did that come about? Oh my gosh, it's so funny because it's literally COVID. So what happened was I was like going all in on teaching Facebook and Instagram ads and and then shutdowns happened and I was like, oh God, like what are my students going to do? Like they can't advertise if their doors are closed. So it was like a little bit of like a panic spiral, like I'm sure happened to a lot of people during COVID of like, what do I do? I feel like I need a pivot, but I don't know how, all of that. And so this year in... January when I came back, like, so I guess pretty much almost a year ago when I came back from Christmas holidays in January, I was like, what do I do? Like, I can't predict what's going to happen with COVID. I don't know when things are going to open back up again. I feel like there's just like so much uncertainty. So I myself pivoted and I was like, well, I can't teach advertising if most of my students are closed around the world right now. So what can I teach? Like, what do I know? What's my experience? And I instantly thought of e-commerce. I have a background in e-commerce. The companies that I used to work with, the tech companies, we, you know, we sold all of our products online. I, I used to, I don't really talk about this much, but I used to have like a tech startup company of my own that was an e-commerce company. 
um, in the fitness industry. So, you know, unrelated to beauty, but essentially like I learned a ton about selling products online there. So anyway, I had like some experience with it and I saw that so many of my students um, the year before had kind of been starting online shops. And I was like, hey, I need to get this out there. So in February, I hosted an event called Beauty E-Commerce Bootcamp, um, all about like taking that one week to get your shop set up and a bunch of sales strategies and stuff. And it just did so well. And it was so encouraging to actually like have fun things happening during COVID when everything felt so bleak. And a lot of my students, I just finally feel motivated for the first time after feeling like I'm, you know, have so little control over what's happening in my business. I finally feel like I can do something. So that's kind of where it came about. And then I wanted to teach it again because, you know, with the holidays coming up and Black Friday and then Christmas time, I think if you don't have a shop yet, now it's like, the perfect time to get one up and yeah absolutely because people are buying gifts anyway right and sometimes it just takes being friend of mind so thank you for sharing mm -hmm. i think that's really powerful that you were able to support beauty pros in that time because i think that there was like you said that panic spiral so much fear so much anxiety mm -hmm. because it's it's scary when you have to close your business so it's almost a way to safeguard in the future as well, like setting up that online store so that if you, you know, like, I'm sure we'll never have an event of this magnitude again, fingers crossed, but yeah, you know, fingers things, crossed. Happen. <laughs> things happen in life, like, you know, whether it's even I'm thinking like maternity leaves, things like that. There's yeah. a really, really strong case for having an additional revenue source. So oh, absolutely. And I just wanted to put one thing out there. It's like, mm -hmm having this alternative way to make money online, whether that's like selling online classes or selling products online, et cetera, yeah. it gives you so much freedom over your life. So one of my, one of my friends, Jackie, she's a makeup artist here in Ottawa. Yeah. And she actually was part of the event that we hosted in February. She has her own brand. She's a makeup artist and she also has her own brand of cosmetics. Cool. So she like white labels them. And she said that her goal is to move to Mexico and essentially she's hiring like team members to do makeup and wedding hair and stuff like that because she mostly works with brides yeah. and she's essentially going to manage her team remotely living on a beach in Mexico and selling cosmetics, which is just so cool. That oh, might not be everybody's cup of tea, but it just goes to show that it does give you a lot more freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And even the freedom to like, maybe it's not full time. Maybe you want to travel for a couple months out of the year. Maybe you want to, you know, like there's, there's just so many options once you start to diversify a little bit. With that being said, I'm curious, do you think that this is something that independent beauty pros and sweet stylists should really be leaning into? Or is it more suited to like your bigger salon businesses? No, honestly, it's for everyone. <laughs> I think that like, you know, there's even almost more incentive to do it if you're independent, because when you're independent all and you're working by yourself, all of your money comes from the hours that you can spend in the salon. And it's hard right. to kind of like break out of that cycle of time for money. And this is just one of those additional ways that you can really boost your revenue. You can imagine if you can make enough money each month from product sales just to be able to like pay your rent in your suite each month. Like imagine how much of a relief that would give you. Oh, absolutely. Like 
I think that's the thing. It's that relief, that security, that safety, and that freedom. That's what I really love mm-hmm. about the whole idea. Now I want to ask you kind of like a juicy question. So what is the biggest mistake that you see or have seen stylists or salons making when it comes to selling retail to their clients? I think it's, I think the mistake just comes from that whole kind of like, if you build it, they'll come mentality. It's kind of like, say, for example, you open a salon, like a suite or a studio, and you've got, you're like on a street and you think, oh, well, people are walking past my location, so they'll see me. So I don't really need to do any advertising because Mm. they'll eventually like, people will just find me. Somehow they'll find me. (laughs) And it's kind of the same thing when we launch a website. Um, or an online shop. I think that a lot of people just think like, well, it's there now. Like I put so much effort into into putting this together. People will find it. I don't really know how, but they will. But there needs to be like a whole strategy behind like how you promote it, how you make sales, um, how people find it, all of that. So definitely like it's, it is like a big accomplishment to launch a shop and to get all that online. And you you should definitely feel proud once you press publish and get it out into the world. But that's only like the first 10%. The rest of the 90% is like how people actually find you and how you promote yourself. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love that. That's it's, it's almost like that there's no point being the best kept secret. <laughs> you know, that's how you're going to actually monetize and and serve your clients as well. Because I think that's an, another way of really looking at this whole thing is it's not just about an additional revenue stream. It's also a boost in how you can serve your customers. And, yeah. you know, I know a lot of when I was behind the chair, even a lot of my clients were like, Oh, like I wish we could just order online. Cause you don't always run out of your shampoo or your conditioner when you're at your stylist. Right. So mm-hmm. if you have an easy, well-executed option, you might be able to get some of those sales that otherwise would have ended up in, you know, Sephora's pocket. So. Yeah, absolutely. And like selling for sure makes us all uncomfortable. We never want to like bug our clients or make them feel like they're just like a dollar sign that we see. But you also need to think of it as you providing an extra service, an extra like bonus really for them and a new place for them to like easily get things from you, the best products that they wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. Yes, totally. I love that. And that's kind of cool too. Like there's, it's, you don't just have to sell shampoo and conditioner. I've seen a lot of that during the during shutdowns is a lot of salons supporting other local businesses and other, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be like lashes or body scrubs or like jewelry, all of those little things. So I've seen a lot of, a lot of beauty pros really thinking outside the box. And I've even seen some really cool ideas, like starting like a box, you know, like a subscription box kind of thing. And all of that is possible once you have created the foundation and created your online store. Yeah, there's so much fun that you can have with it. And like, obviously, you you don't want to go crazy, like buying up products that you don't know if you're going to be able to sell them or not. Like it's it's best to start like simple and that kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. what happens oftentimes is like you start simple, you kind of like start with the basics, the best sellers, you get encouraged, you see more sales. Then you try out some new products, you test them out. And then as you're going, you can just build up your online shop and offer so much more stuff. Like you said, like 
local makers, even like one of my students, Eunice, she actually came on to chat with us and she was um, part of the event that we did in February. She sells about like $8,000 a month in skincare and beauty products just from Instagram. Wow. And like she, like Instagram is her number one way that she sells. She's just really good at Instagram. So yeah. she has like a beauty salon, but she's kind of like shifting to that online model where she's not just relying on services. And she has so many cool products for sale on her shop. And a lot of them aren't even beauty related. Like she has like gift kits and gift sets that she'll sell like for different holidays. So for example, around Valentine's Day, she did like a self-love box and it was, it had like a journal, a really cute pen, some candles, some tea. And it's not even things that she would typically sell in her salon. It's just, it's things that she knows that her clients would love. So I think that that's kind of like the thread that ties it all together. It's just like figuring out who your clients are and what they love and then offering it to them. Oh, that is so good. You know, and this is really like, I'm, it's really speaking to me because I, love to talk about like making really knowing the person, your ideal client or your ideal community. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just seems like being able to serve them on another level. And I think that's really, really powerful. So I'm curious, what do you think the biggest challenge is? So if someone's listening to this and they're like, Oh, this sounds incredible, but I just don't really know where to start. What do you think the biggest challenge is for beauty pros who are wanting to implement an online shop? Where Where do you think the barrier is that they come up against? Um, Making it more complicated than it needs to be. I find that with everything, like I'm sure that you have it with your students too. Like when you're teaching something that seems big, it just feels so overwhelming when you and daunting, like when you look at it as this big, like huge monolith. So it's just a question of like, keeping it simple. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be like the best online shop. That's so beautiful with tons of products, like start simple, break it down into small little chunks. So first of all, decide what you're going to sell. Like that's step number one, figure out what you're going to sell. And you don't need to start inventing all these new products. Like if you already have retail products for sale in your salon, which most people do, just start with your best sellers. Choose like five to 10 of the products that like keep flying off the shelves or that your clients keep requesting and put them on your online shop as like a really good test as a first place to just have. So choose which products you're going to sell, choose like which app you're going to use to make your shop. Um, you know, if you already have a website, let's say if you have a website with Weebly or with Squarespace or something like that, they have their own e-commerce. So oftentimes it's easy just to like use your existing website builder and, and implement their like online shop builder on top of that. But if you want my advice for like a really simple, super simple app to make an online shop, Square is real. So Square, even if you don't use Square for like payments or booking or anything like that, you can use Square to set up a really simple e-commerce store. So start oh, cool. your, yeah, it's, I, do you have an online shop, Jody? I do not have an online shop. No, I, everything I do is through like a third party because okay. it's just digital, but I used Square for my booking and for yeah. my payment processing behind the chair. And that's actually mm-hmm. the program that I recommend often because I just think it's so user-friendly for people when they're yes. setting up online booking. So yes. that is so cool that you can do it all yeah. on your own. 
Yeah, you can do it on Square. And then if you already use it for payment processing, that's pretty cool because you can you can kind of like reconcile your inventory between what you physically have in your salon and what you have online. So you can kind of like match your inventory. So if you're out of something in your salon, it will show as being out of stock online, etc. But like I said, even if you don't use Square, you can definitely set up an online shop there. Um, just do a little bit of designing. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be like the holy grail of this like amazing right. I, I feel like we're such oftentimes I myself am like this I'm a huge perfectionist yes but I have been <laughs> realizing too. more and more it's like start with an MVP a minimum viable product that means like Ooh, the absolute good. bare bones necessities of what you need to have and you can always make it better later so yeah mm-hmm. I would say like the big challenge is that people overcomplicate it but it, it can be really simple Ooh, I love that. And that's so cool. Like just thinking that, cause I think tech is something that overwhelms a lot mm. of, a lot of us in general. I know that was my yeah. biggest challenge starting my online business. And I, that's something that a lot of my students, a lot of my listeners struggle with when it comes to the idea of like automation sounds great and saving time sounds great, but the tech is like really overwhelming. So it's cool to hear you say that there are, you can use a lot of the things that you probably already have, whether it's a website or Mm -hmm. your square account, that's a really great, great takeaway. So thank you for sharing that. Obviously the holidays are a great time to kickstart a retail Mm -hmm. strategy, right? Because people are shopping, people are stocking up, like it's just a really good time to do it. But do you think it's something that beauty pros should be doing throughout the year anyway? Like, is this something that you think is, is, I mean, I feel like we've already kind of answered this question, but (laughs) I'm just going to ask you plainly, like, do you think this is a really crucial thing for people in the beauty industry to be doing all the time? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like holidays, Christmas is a great excuse because it's kind of like, you can offer gift cards and like gift sets and like little Mm. stocking stuffer and some like little, you know, small, small, like lower priced products and suggest them as gifts like that your clients can buy. And there's a lot of fun promotions that you can do for Christmas time. But I mean, year round, if you, if you take it seriously, it can really, really boost your revenue by like several thousand dollars a month. And the fun thing is that you can have fun with it around different holidays and different seasons. So I'll use Eunice as an example from Bella Bar, who I was talking about before. She just does such a good job with her online shop that like she makes a really big deal about like Valentine's Day. She stocks her store full of like really pretty like pink, cute products that people were going to love around Valentine's Day. Summertime, and she's all about like the, you know, SPF and the like Mm -hmm. travel size products for holidays, you know, for uh, summer holidays and stuff. Around like fall time on her store, she had like all the pumpkin spice stuff, all the, there's just like so much cool things that you can do with it year round. But like I said, even if you just like keep it simple, don't do any like extra products and just stick with like the five or 10 like tried and true products that you know your clients love like it really really can make a big difference I love that too because like as I'm listening to you and I think a lot of people probably listening like those creative juices start flowing so it's really cool that you Mm -hmm. can start simple and just you know set something up just to to have it and kind of get it done but the the capacity to have all these like really cool creative ideas it's almost like another outlet as well which that 
if I were still behind the chair, that would be the part that would really get me excited. Yeah, it's cool because there's just so much that you can do. And once you have an online shop, then the doors kind of like open up for uh, things, whether that's like, you know, different types of posts that you can make on Instagram that don't rely just on you, like constantly sharing hair pictures, but like really talking a lot about your retail products. And it can open up the doors for you kind of to become a type of educator about products too. So whether you want to like have a YouTube channel, like reviewing products or like talking about your hair care or skincare routine, like there's just so many cool avenues that it opens up for you online to build your brand there too. Totally. And I know like I've seen a lot of stylists who are getting into almost that influencer space and Mm -hmm. I'm like thinking, okay, so it's cool to work with brands and all, but imagine if you're making all of the profit because you are talking about the things you love and selling them in your own online store. Like, yeah. That would be next level. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, you definitely have to believe in the products. Like, as you know, like, it's not just about online. It's if you're selling any retail product at all, you have to truly believe and just obsess about the products that you're selling. But if you're obsessed with them, it's easy for you to talk about them. And that goes for like, on Instagram, on your ads, like anywhere where you show up, it's just like, always talk about those products, never stop talking about them. And trust me, like people do care and they will listen. Totally. Absolutely. That was one of the biggest things that I remember chatting with because this is kind of like a side note, but one of the tips I always give people if they're if they really just have no idea where to start with creating more content is like, what do your clients ask you about? What do you talk about? And mm-hmm. when I was behind the chair, one of the big things was products that I use. Like, what do you use in your hair? What are you using in your on your skin? Like, all of these different yeah. questions. So if that's a talking point between you and your clients, which for a lot of us it is, that could be your sign. Oh, <laughs> so. for sure. Yeah, educate. It's all about educating. We know that from, like, you know, selling products in person. You don't sell, you educate. And it's the same thing online, too, just, like, tell people how you use them, show them how to use them, like create fun, little valuable content. And that's like the best way to sell. Yes. A hundred percent. I agree. So, okay. Can you share one tip that my listeners could implement like immediately to start increasing their profits this holiday season? Yeah. Send more emails. So whether that is about your online shop or, you know, last minute appointments that you have, or if you don't have an online shop yet, but you're selling retail on in person, or you have gift cards available, whatever it is that you do, send more emails. And I don't mean that like once a month shy email where you feel guilty for even like promoting anything. I mean, like multiple emails, like over the month of December, telling people about what you're offering, keeping it fun, keeping it personal, sharing pictures of what you're up to over the holidays, share like how you decorated your suite or your salon, talk about, you know, what you're doing over the holidays, what you, what products you're using, like just keep it really fun. Keep it, obviously you want to put a certain amount of like sales and promotion in there. You can link to your booking app. If you've got some openings available, you can link to your online shop. And I also recommend, and this is what I'm telling my community to do too. And this is what I'm doing. Like send one email around Christmas time that you're not selling anything at all. It's just really just like an email to tell your clients how grateful you are for them. 
because they're your biggest supporters, they're your cheerleaders, and they're the reason that you're in business. And I think that often we kind of take our clients and community for granted. And I think it's really important to kind of show people how much you care. And that will definitely like carry a lot of goodwill and a lot of more connection into the new year as well. Wow. That was incredible. Thank you so much. You have like beyond over delivered. And, oh, I'm so uh, helping. Yeah, this has been really, really amazing. And where can my listeners go to find out more about you and even how they can create their online shop? Do you have something that is available now? Where can we work? We- okay, so I have a little course. It's called Shop Party and it's available until the end of the year. And it's um, it starts with like three little lessons about how to set up an online shop with Square, what products to sell, you know, how to create an account how to deal with like shipping and logistics and design and just essentially how to get your shop online. And then the other part is the seven guest speakers that we have coming on from the beauty industry, sharing their tips and strategies for how they make really good sales. Cause like I said, it's not just about getting an online shop set up. It's also about making sales. So shop party is available until the end of December. You can get it at shoppartyclass.com. And yeah, if anyone wants to like ask any questions about e-commerce or anything, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. I'm sunny storm marketing, but I'm sure that Jody will link to it below. Yes, absolutely. I will pop all of these links in the show notes so that no one has to look too, too far. I'll make it super accessible. And also I have to say, if you want to see some like really, really drool worthy travel photos, you have to follow Stephanie on Instagram as well, because (laughs) the Italy life is something that is really calling to me after following you on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, really? Well, you know, I'm terrible at taking pictures of my trips. Like in general, I'm one of those people that I really like to kind of like experience it instead of being on social all the time but then I'll do like a photo dump and like share all my pictures but yeah Italy have you ever been to Italy before I haven't and actually it was in like 2020 I was like this is the year I'm gonna go and then of course we all know what happened so I'm hoping that like summer 2022 will be the time that it happens Oh my gosh, you have to go. It is like the most beautiful country in the world. It as a tourist, like there's just so many things to see and do. The food is amazing. The people are amazing. Like you really can't go wrong. I'm such a history buff too, which is something that always surprises people. (laughs) So I love, like I'm actually originally from the UK. And so- Yeah, I was born in Sheffield, actually. And so I spent most of my childhood back and forth between Canada and Europe. And so that like just the history and like all of the really cool like events that you can link to it. Italy Mm -hmm. has called to me for that reason as well. And of course, like food, like my favorite Instagram account right now is Pasta Queen. So, (laughs) oh my gosh. Yeah. You would love Rome. Like Rome is just like chock full of history and you just like walk it and you feel like you're back in ancient Rome. So it's pretty cool. It sounds amazing. Well, when you come to visit, I'll be there living there. So you can just give me a call and uh, we can meet up. Amazing. Okay. That is a date for sure. Thank you again, Stephanie. This has been so much fun and so, so valuable. Oh, it was so helpful. Thanks so much. It was a lot of fun chatting. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. 
Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.